Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and of course the Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frida are here and being amazing and Frida's like I want pets now. You must pet me. Of course, Frida, I will pet you. But before I start petting you, I need to introduce my lovely co-host, the honorable and illustrious Butt Maestro. How's it going, buddy? Admiral, how dare you? Pet your dog right now. I already <laughs> am. Fantastic Miss Frida is uh, happiness and comfort are definitely more important than introducing me, Admiral. How dare you? I am offended on her behalf. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm okay with it. Uh, and... Look, since you mentioned the dogs, and you failed to do so last week, I believe, I'll go back and listen to the episode, but I don't think you introduced the dogs last week. Uh, but just a reminder, I believe everyone, so. The dogs I are real, so. and the dogs come with a drinking game. And the point of the drinking game is to get you to drink more water if you're listening to the show. You can also drink whatever the hell you want, but we usually do it with water. So when you hear the dogs do something like eat their food or ear flaps, drink water. I'm going to drink some water right now. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'll go ahead and pad for time then. So, guys, uh, this week we have decided to review a movie that is older than us collectively put together, I believe. Maybe? It, it, was, it Maybe. was pretty much, yeah. We, we were sharing the same half of, we're, we were sharing the same brain cell as we sometimes do. Oh, wait, no. Collectively right now, since your birthday was this weekend, collectively we're old as this movie's age is we're oh, wow. collectively together we're 65 oh my yeah so, no you're absolutely right um so so we're as old as the anniversary of the hidden fortress akira so before we get into the hidden fortress first off uh hi everyone welcome back we are cinema gems another show on the internet where a bunch of and i need to remind you of this i can't stress you i can't stress enough painfully white opinionated nerds uh, talk about the shit we love. We have been wanting to do an Akira Kurosawa movie for a very long time, but as you've heard from past episodes, the Admiral and I have some slight difficulty pronouncing some somewhat complicated names. Even English names. <laughs> right, Admiral? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, this is going to be a bit of a challenge, but we promise that we will do our best to respectfully pronounce these names as well as we possibly can. Yes. Let's get into this. Um, before we clarify, this movie is available on Max, formerly known as HBO Max. <sighs> We're not going to get into it here. There are several amazing YouTube videos you can watch about why it's really cringy uh that they changed their name to max short version is it has to do with not paying taxes and liberties on certain properties and they don't have to if they're not named hbo it's yep. real dumb that yep. being said most akira kurosawa movies or most of the most popular ones at least are available on max to watch uh it yep. is a two hour and it is 139 minutes long so about two hours 20 minutes long uh where do you want to start with this, Admiral? Um, well, let's talk about the uh, the Bantha in the room, if you will. Um, so this film 
helped inspire George Lucas to create Star Wars, along with another multitude of things. But this was mainly his representation of starting a story because the two peasants that are in this film are basically R2-D2 and C-3PO. And 3PO. Yeah. Yep. I I could see that from the very beginning. Yeah. That's pretty much where the Star Wars parallels end. Yep. Well, I mean, besides... Except for maybe the princess? Yeah, and the samurai fights on horseback. Dude, that samurai horseback fight was amazing. That was one of my favorite parts. That was pretty awesome. That was my favorite part. Um, So, uh, I guess, basically, uh, it's in a time of distress. Uh, There are different... Um, we're in feudal Japan. Yes. Uh, and there are all kinds of clans constantly warring for resources, for gold, for land, for people. Uh, constantly at war. Uh, two peasants, Tahei and Matashichi. I'm trying, y'all. I'm going to call them Mata. Is that all right? I'm going to call them Mata. Tahei and Mata. Uh, sell their homes leave to join the feudal Yamana clan, uh, hoping they'll make a lot of money. They don't. They're mistaken for soldiers uh, of the uh, Akizuki clan. Have all their shit confiscated and uh, have to dig div, uh, have to dig graves. <laughs> These guys can't catch a fucking break. This movie does a fantastic job of establishing very early on these guys cannot catch a break. Admiral, still with me? Of course, sir. is writing down in the... Uh... In okay. the Cinema Gems uh, notebook, our pantheon to be re- to be restored later. Yeah. Sorry, mm. but yes, no. Go ahead. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So basically, they get mistaken. They go and and they get overthrown. There's a big old fight, and they get buried, and then they crawl their way out, and they go hang out uh, with the general, who is not really a general anymore, but he saved the princess that everybody's looking to kill slash destroy yeah because cl- warring clans and all that shit but yeah a uh, former general uh rokurota um, oh which by the way him bumps into these him dudes. and akira kurosawa have worked together yeah. on 16 collaborations wow yes I'm sorry, it's... That, that's kind of a It lot. says over 16, so I'm assuming he had, like, a cameo and another and a couple of other films. But, yes, um, uh, the uh, general... Can you think of... Can you think of any American actor and director combos that work together that much? Um, the only thing that springs to mind Besides is probably Johnny Depp. The Coen brothers and Jeff Bridges? I was going to say Johnny Depp and... Uh, uh, yep. Tim Burton? Johnny Depp and Tim Burton, uh, Jeff Bridges and the Coen mm-hmm. Brothers. Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That being said, 16 still a lot, and he carries a lot of this movie. This, Oh my god, what a manly man. Oh. So this movie uh, is my second favorite Akira Kurosawa movie. My favorite is Throne of Blood. Please go check that one out. Um, it is basically Macbeth in feudal Japan, and he plays the main character. Um, of of so quote unquote Macbeth, um, and it's really good. It's really well done. I highly suggest checking that movie out because it's really good. But and I know you personally like Seven Samurai more, correct? Uh, Seven Samurai and now The Hidden Fortress are the only Kurosawa movies I've actually seen. Oh really? 
Okay. Uh, so I, I haven't seen this other one that you're talking about. It, it's basically Hamlet. It's, but now I'm very fascinated. It's Macbeth, and it's on Max. Macbeth. Wait, should we be saying the name of the Scottish play? Well, is is a podcast like theater adjacent enough? It's that theater the of the mind. Over? So I, I don't I don't know how these curses work, y'all. Scottish <laughs> Scottish play. Let's just say Scottish play. Um, the, the Japanese adaptation of the Scottish correct. play. <laughs> um, uh, so so basically, uh, they they kind of work for him. He he goes and hides them in the mountain. They work for him. They like make rice. They also hide a bunch of his gold and a bunch of like wood and they travel to it's really it's a good movie but you also have to you have to pay attention like it's not one of those movies you can just like doze off or like pick up wherever you want to you have to actually no you have to be this is not a background noise movie no and I know because I tried to use it as background noise for a little bit, and then I realized I'm not understanding anything that's going on. I need to rewind by like 20 minutes and actually fucking watch this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, basically, they they get they put all the gold from her. Uh, it was the princess's gold from the family that they had. So they hid it. They hide it in a bunch of um, wood, and they travel across country. And then they happen upon this town, um, and they think that the princess is a working girl, a lady of the night, if you say. Um, yeah, the princess, essentially the general and the princess agree that the princess is going to go in disguise as a deaf mute. Yes. Which is incredibly frustrating to Tahe and, Ma- and Mata. Uh, <laughs> just the, one of the funniest parts in the movie. Yeah. For sure. Oh, okay. um, is is they're building frustration as they're like, no, woman, go, this you got to do this, and she's just like ignoring them completely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, bas- and they also acquire another um, companion, uh, one of the one of the other ladies of the night, another working girl that travels with them, um, and they're heading back, and uh, they meet a bunch of uh, clan. Uh, uh, people of a clan uh, f- uh, from a warring a clan and uh, the general decides to um, defeat them in combat with the sword doesn't one of the generals from this other clan recognize we're, we're, we're about to get to that and that's why they have to have a duel but remember when he when he okay, met him on cool. the road he f- he killed two of them with the sword and then he chases the other two down on horseback with a samurai sword like a badass oh my god like an absolute badass uh, and then he uh, and then he kill he absolutely kills the last guy and just so happens to roll in their camp uh literally walk, like the horse goes oh i'm home cool everybody freaks out yeah. uh and then his i guess it's his friend or i guess you would say comrade or warring par- former colleague huh? Co- former colleague former, former colleague is better because he did say i i wanted to meet you on the battlefield like it sucks that i didn't meet you on the battlefield here's a staff let's fight and they have a very choreographed fight scene and i love how oh it's a really cool spear yeah. fight it's you, you, you're underselling it Admiral. go ahead it is a really fucking cool spear fight 
Go ahead, talk about it. <laughs> it's very intense. The the chore the choreography in this movie, specifically on the spear fight, is so intense, so well done. Um, there was a time when I was in high school that I was in a few different martial arts, and one of them was uh, kun- kunjutsu, which is emulating samurai sword fighting, uh-huh. uh, and we really got into how much the choreography of this of these movies kurosawa kurosawa's movies are so just perfectly done like every everyone involved with these are martial artists historians they know how those fights went down uh and they make it as accurate as you possibly can with a camera and actors and it's it's so good I can't say enough about it. It's and then so good. he, uh, and then uh, the general uh, defeats the defeats his colleague, but um, just by breaking his spear. And his colleague's like, "I kill me," and he's just like, "I love how the general just walks away, just like I'm done, like I don't care, man. I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. fight for the same reason you fight. I don't care." Yeah, and just walks away. Like a fucking badass. Like like a total badass. Oh my god, this character is the uh, same. And then... Uh, <laughs> uh, and then after that, they they go walking around again, and then they get lost and separated. And there's another fight, right? Yeah, there's another big battle. Well, they, uh, well, they get yeah. lost in the forest, and then a couple of other soldiers meet up with the general... But the princess kicks their ass. <laughs> yep. Because of course she like she was trained yep. by this dude. She was. So of course she knows what the fuck she's uh, doing, and she kicks their asses. Uh, and then, bunch of and clowns. then we get kind of a a, a cringy part, um, uh, where the uh, two peasants uh, see that the general is off, so they decide to try and have their way with the princess. Yeah. And I love how the other working girl steps in and she has a rock and she's like, fucking try anything. I will yep. kill you. And the, they, en- yeah, they, they need to be told the to fuck off. Yeah. And the entire time just stands <laughs> like, like that with a giant rock over her head, ready to throw at him. Yep. Ready to, ready to absolutely destroy him. Uh, and then the general walks up and he's like, what's going on? And they're like, uh, and then they don't really say anything. And I'm kind of, I kind of wish that they would have been found out by the general and the general would have reprimanded them for that because it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But besides that, I just wanted to clarify that, that like the amount of character that like the working girl had to, had to have to stand up for her friend that she's known only for like six hours a day if that like the yeah like the cojones it took for her to stand up and do what was right do what was right yeah yeah um um great great moment in in this movie uh i it's it's trigger warner trigger warning worthy uh, but it's also not something I'm going to ding the movie on because I think it handled it pretty respectfully. What is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which one? 
Oh, the 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 scene we just. Discussed. Oh yes, 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 yes. It's it's. If you don't speak Japanese, which I don't, and I know you don't, um, correct. It's heavily well. I mean, look, all art is subjective and everything, but it's heavily implied. When I was younger and watched this, I didn't understand what it was. I didn't understand what what was being said. I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. But when I got older, I was like, oh my god. This is disgusting. But yes, I totally agree with you. It's a trigger warning. Should be said. But I'm glad that the working girl did stand up for her friend. Because it needed to be done. Um, uh, and then uh, the peasants get separated again. Um, and then they get lost. And then they get cornered by a group of uh, soldiers. And they're like, hey, this gold looks like the princess's gold. You stole it. And they're like, no, we didn't. No, no we didn't. We didn't do that. They get dragged back in front of the the warlord. Come to find out, it's the motherfucking general. It's the motherfucking yep. general. Fucking Rokuroda and the well-dressed noblewoman with him is Yuki. Yeah, the princess. Yep. And, and basically, she's like, hey, I'm going to take all this gold back, but I'm going to give you one piece. Here you go. And then they walk off into a, the a sunset. single Rio. They walk off into the sunset and they're like, man, what are we going to do with our gold? This is amazing. And that's the movie. It's, it's, it, the plot is simple enough, but also the visuals are amazing in themselves. Um, like the sequence when they're at the, uh, at the, uh, the house in the, um, in the mountains is probably one of my favorite scenes because it shows all four characters grow at a certain point. And I also love the fo- the yeah. horseback scene with the samurai swords. Oh, 100%. Um, do you want to talk about the music, but Maestro? Uh, the music made by the incredible Masuro uh, Sato. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say about this music that hasn't already been said in some medium. Uh, this dude's a legend. Uh, he worked on an insane amount of Japanese film scores, uh, including several Godzilla movies, uh, Lost World of Sinbad, uh, Jesus Christ. It, just go listen to the soundtrack. It's great. He worked on, as far as I can tell, most of Kurosawa's movies. Uh, he has an incredible catalog of composition, and his music for this movie it's just intense in all the right places, intense in the places where it needed to be, somber in the places where it needed to be, fast-paced, uh, and sometimes, like, you, you mentioned earlier the Star Wars influence here. Mm-hmm. You can definitely mm-hmm. hear some of the Star Wars influence in the score as well, where kind of, uh, where George Lucas kind of pointed to certain scenes in this movie and told his buddy John Williams, "Hey Johnny, hey hey Johnny, uh, can we, can we make some music happen like this?" I didn't know George Lucas was a muppet, but okay. Ha- have you heard any George Lucas interview? He doesn't sound a whole like not very far off from Kermit the Frog. Well, no, I also love the scene when Seth Green and Matt <laughs> from Robot Chicken. So he's like, "Yeah, well, you created that uh, character, Robot <laughs> Chicken. No, no, get out." Get out! Get out! It's not funny! Get out! <laughs> I know that was all staged, but oh, absolutely. I thought that scene is hilarious. But no, I, I, I can understand that. Um, 
sorry. Thank you for letting me go off about the music. Because, uh, oh, yeah, and no, um, I, actually, like I said, stores influence everywhere. The score is perfect. Hey, did you know that the general was offered the role of Obi Wan? No Kenobi, way. But he turned it down. I was about to say if General mm-hmm. Rokuroda Makabe was uh, in Star Wars: A New Hope, if he was in the Star Wars universe, that fucking Galactic Civil War would have been over with instantly. <laughs> he would have rolled up. He would have rolled up into well, the Death said it Star. Would... Not even had to draw his sword. Just make Darth Vader trip backwards over himself. <laughs> Not even have to touch and be like, this war is over now. Bye. <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> um, well, um, I think it was his son that uh, that talked about um, why his dad turned down. His, it's As far as I know, it's his, uh, it's his children, his offspring that said this. Uh, to quote uh, his offspring, I heard uh, from my father that he was offered the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi. But he was concerned about the film that it would look and cheapen the imagery of samurai on which George had based the character and fighting style on. So that's why he turned it down is because he didn't know, he didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Like he was worried he, that he it was, was, you know, make the samurai. He was worried look. that George Lucas was trying to whitewash samurai instead of, I mean, look, we're white. So this, it's easy for us to say, but I mean, the way we see it and correct me if I'm wrong, it really does feel like George Lucas and star Wars over the years has done their best to emulate world cultures that make the most sense to their parallel in, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Correct. I couldn't have said it better myself, but maestro, I'm a little bit sad that he didn't take that chance because that would have been insane. Uh, that being said, you can't replace Sir Alec Guinness. No. Um, and also, this movie does have a uh, 96% on Rotten Tomato. Of course it does. And the budget... Uh, do you have the uh, Do you have the inflation calculator ready? No, but I can. Uh, give me just a moment. It is It is going to be in yen, so... Okay, just so letting I'm going to open it's one a, tab a that is inflation calculator, and then I'm going to do yen to okay. dollar. Um, so the, I'm just going to go ahead. So the, the budget, and this is back in 1958. So like 1957, 1958. Um, and yes, a lot of people are going to come at us like, oh, hey, it wasn't released in America in 1958. We're talking about the Japanese release on December 28th, 1958. Not the American release. We go by like a, re- a release date from the country of origin. Would you say correct, but my show? Yes. The budget for this movie was a hundred ninety-five million yen, um, uh, and the box office return was three hundred forty-two point sixty-four million yen. Now, what um, year was this? Nineteen fifty-eight to two thousand twenty-three. And I love how the production company was Toho, which a lot of people know for Godzilla. Like, of course. Um, there. Like, this is a studio. If I was going to Japan, this is a studio I would want to go to see. Just to say I've been there. Because it's one of those where it's just like, man. It's such a beautiful, like, awe-inspiring, like, monument to Japanese filmmaking. So, I've done some math. I'm not 100% sure that my math is right, but uh, 
in do do boop do in 1958 uh 195 million yen is about mm-hmm. 1 million uh dollars. Oh, okay. 1 million dollars in 1958 equals in 2023 14 million dollars 615 uh sorry, 14 million 659 $550.70. Please don't wow. ask me to do the box office. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> way good. too much math for me today. And I'm, I'm pretty good. sure I did but, it. But uh no. Uh but no uh, guys, but this hey, is here on Cinema Gems. We have a rating system. It's really easy. Whole gem, amazing movie, half gem, it's all right. No gem, don't bother. Admiral, do I even have to ask? <laughs> oh, it's Oh, this is a full gem. Like this is a full gem. Please go and watch I, I this. I thought about this psyching is a... you out for a minute and be like, "No gem, I hate it." No, fuck that. It's obviously it's on everyone's list of top foreign films of all time. Like, of course, it's, it's gonna be great. It's one of those movies where you look at it and you're like, "Wow, this this is amazing." Like, this is amazing to watch when it originally came out, and this is still amazing to watch. Now, absolutely, like it. Oh. A- absolutely. What do you give it, but Maestro? Oh, whole gem. Okay. No, I just wanted no to make doubt. sure. I, I just wanted to make sure. No um, doubt. Also, whole gem. also, this is Akira Kor- This is Akira Kurosawa's first film to film in widescreen. Okay. Um, it's an incredible movie. Uh, if you have Max, or if you can access it in your local library, I highly recommend you to, uh, you get it. I just give it a watch, especially if you have a, a long day to kill. Um, if you have a day to get inebriated on whatever you feel is inebriated possible. Sake would um, be very appropriate. Yes, it would. Just watch it and be drawn into the spectacle of Akira Kurosawa. It is like, very immersive. It is very, very immersive. It's We can't really talk about how beautiful it is without showing you guys it's the imagery that's painted on screen is beautiful because it's all real real to a certain point we all know that but look guys it's it's out there it's one of it's probably his most well-known it's probably his most well-known go check out the other ones if you want to but start with this one please start with this one uh what did y'all think Um, about our take on this movie what uh, Kurosawa movies do you want us to review in the future? What's your favorite Akira Kurosawa movie? Uh, what's, this might be a stupid question. What's your least favorite Akira Kurosawa movie? I, I don't know if that's really possible. Uh, but please uh, let us know. know at cinemagems15, that's 1-5, at gmail.com, uh, as well as, as long as Twitter's still a thing, I think the cinemagems uh, underscore pod is still active Yep. Unless Elon Musk got rid of us. I Unless mean, who knows? <laughs> um, and then also Cinema Gems Pod is the Instagram, which I will be posting again. I promise. I've been doing things. Life happens, people. It's okay. But Yo, we promised the dogs are real. Yes. And thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer, for allowing us to be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music as our intro. 
And also, guys, we just want to say, remember that life happens and things go on. And you talk, to, you talk to people sometimes. You talk to people every once in a while. It's okay to check in every once in a while. It's fine. But guys, just remember that we're all going through our own thing. And it's fine to just breathe, relax, and turn your brain off and watch an Akira Kurosawa movie for two hours and 25 minutes. Trust us. It's worth it. Uh, if you liked hearing us talk about movies for the last several minutes, you can hear more of us by going to lowrainpictures.com. Uh, you can find us on the Cinema Gems tab, but before you hit the Cinema Gems tab, you got to go to the, the, the Your 30 tab. Got to pay respects to the people that pay the bills. Yes. Um, all right, guys. Just remember, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for being there for us. And also, guys, just thank you for being around well human beings. And we're talking about you, Swapper Jack's f- friends and family. No one else. Just you guys. <laughs> uh, and also, guys, just remember to breathe, breathe, and breathe before you say anything. Uh, next week, guys, we are going to do, finally... Mandalorian season three. Yep. Baby grow. I'm excited. Uh, yes. Uh, and then the week after, we have something very special for both of us, I believe. I believe. Yeah, I think the week after. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, but guys, just I, I, I'd call it pretty special. Yeah. But guys, just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter. Always. Love y'all. All right, guys. Bye.